Good morning, good morning, good morning. What's happening, people? It is 7-18, and uh, it is March. I don't know what the day is. I just got off of work. I know it's Tuesday, but yeah, I'm sitting here in the parking lot. Just got off of the phone with, with my pops, man. I had a really productive conversation about what's happening, uh, you know, what's going on today. But before I even get into anything... I just want to spark a word of prayer for those listening and um, please comment, subscribe, and definitely share this to anybody who's in need, you know, uh, just, you know, some encouragement, uh, you know, in these times, but, you know, father, we come before you. Thank you, father, for you, oh God of uh, brand new mercies. And, and we don't even realize that every morning we wake up, we don't get the things that we do deserve and that your grace constantly gives us things that we didn't earn, that we didn't do nothing to uh, say that, hey, you know, I put the work in. I should get this. You know, your grace is that unmerited favor that you show us, Lord, is something that we should be grateful for every day. And uh, for those that are listening, Lord, I pray for every single soul. Uh, listening to this podcast, I pray that wherever they are right now at this particular moment, that if there is no peace, Lord, I pray that you would grant them the peace that surpasses all understanding, keeping their hearts and minds guarded in Christ. I pray, Lord, that if they don't know you and are in this transition of wanting to get their life right, Lord, that, that they will understand that when they make confession with their mouths that Jesus is Lord and that uh, and, and believe in their hearts that, you know, you rose you rose again, you rose him from the grave and he died for our sins that those who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I pray for those uh, going through any kind of situation right now would fix their attention and their mind on you. I pray, Lord, that we would all understand that you are the creator of this universe and at the blink of an eye, you can shut it all down. This is a time where it's not business as usual. This is not a time where it's, hey, this too shall pass. Yeah, it, it will pass, but only if we get it together. As a people, as a nation, this is something that is hitting everybody from every corner. But you said, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed are those who take refuge in you. So I, I, I pray for every single soul listening to this uh, podcast today that we would allow you to order our steps that we will not be stubborn any longer and ignoring your voice and your calling to what you're uh saying to us lord and essentially i know you want the best for us but we have to want the best for ourselves so please do this thing lord and uh help us to understand how important it is to humble ourselves and not bring you to that point where you have to humble us for us lord and that um, you would have mercy upon us all and not deal with us as our sins truly deserve. And I, I pray for peace. I pray for the unity, the spirit of love to be upon every single person on this line. Uh, everyone listening to this podcast, uh, just just all the things in their life, Lord, make everything crooked straight. Make everything that is not where it should be, where it should be, Lord. But let us all have a willingness in our hearts to allow you to lead us and follow you in the way that we should. In Jesus' name, amen. And so, what's, what up, people? I'm not even going to be long, but um, as me and my pops was talking, I was thinking about the uh, 
scripture in um, Amos chapter three, verse seven. And it was saying how God doesn't do anything without first revealing to his servants what it is that he's going to do. And so in this time, um, and myself definitely included, um, this shouldn't be a surprise or shock to Christians because if we are praying as we should, because his word says to pray without ceasing, that this should never be a time where we are not praying with all types of prayers on all occasions for all the saints. Like this is a mandate. This is a command. If we were or are in our word as we should be, if if we are reading the word, which is the will of God, like just like anything else, when you go to a store and you purchase some type of machinery, some type of arts and crafts set, some type of uh, 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 food product, it comes with what? Everything has, they have this in common. It comes with instructions. Why? Because there's a certain way you must do things. There's a certain way you must prepare things so it can have the desired result or desired effect. The same thing is with the word of God. When we read his instructions for our life, there is a desired outcome. And his word says that he says, my plans for you are plans to prosper you and not for disaster to have a future and a hope or an expected end. And so when we read his will, his word, the instructions for this life, the manual on how to live, not only will we know his minds and his thoughts on any given thing, we will know how to conduct ourselves. We will know how to conduct business. We will know how to conduct relationships. We will know how to conduct our relationship with him. We will know how to prepare for things. We will know how to lead and prepare people. We will know how to do whatever we need to do on any given occasions, including this, this season that we're upon where we should not be surprised because again, if we were in our word, if we are before the Lord, if we are praying and fasting as we should, God would have revealed something like this uh, way before it would have ever happened. It might not have been in bold letters or subtitles, but he would have prompted or impressed upon our hearts to get prepared or ready for something. Those who understand that kind of level of worship and relationship with God knows that when there's something tugging on you like that 2 a.m., that 3 a.m. tug that I'm not letting you go to sleep because I want you to get before me and pray kind of tug that, you know, I can't shake this thing kind of tug that that thing that's so heavy on you, like you just can't get rid of it. And so you go before God and you just travail before him. You just you just like, Lord, here I am. What do you want? What are you what are you saying to me? And you sit and we listen and we wait until he speaks. Unfortunately, we live in a generation where we want things instantly, just like we throw ramen noodles in a, a microwave and it's done in about two and a half, three minutes. We want everything. We want God to be on our time. We wake up, we go to bed late, we wake up late, we rushing for work. We like, God, you got five minutes to say what you got to say. I got to get up the road to work. That's the way things have become. And hey, if 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 you are not, if you don't know God, if you are not a Christian, then I'm not talking to you. But I could tell you this much. The things that matter to us and that are important to us, we make time for that. And if we call ourselves uh, Christians and servants of the Lord, that means, you know, 
one of his commandments is thou shalt have no other gods before me work is god for some of us money is god for some of us material possessions is god for some of us and so we put these things before him and we make them an idol these are the things we devote and give our time to and i for one i let's talk about me because you know we we hate when we when we we generalize things and we we put each other in the same kind of group and 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 you know had this 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 thought like you know you don't know me you don't know what i do behind closed doors and you're absolutely right i don't so i'll talk about me for me to pray the way that i do you would think that i pray often and i don't not like i know i should and and that's and that's a litmus test there in and of itself if you know that you do something or a particular thing and you know you do it well, but you don't do it as often as you should and you're not where you should be in that particular area, then that's a litmus test right there. You know that, okay, I'm not doing this thing the way I'm supposed to be. So nobody needs to judge you. Nobody needs to tell you. You already know that conviction is hitting you right there in and of itself. You know, it's the simple things of life. You know, something as simple as getting to bed on time so you can wake up on time so you're not speeding up the road to get to work is something that will change the course of your life and make it so much more productive and easier for yourself some of us know that okay if uh i remove some things that i got on my plate and and, and stop trying to do everything for everyone my life would be so much more productive. I wouldn't be stressing as what I wouldn't be focused on trying to please and drop everything for this particular person because I'm actually sitting down and I'm thinking of what's important and, and what's priority. And, and I guess that's the message for the day. Like what is really priority in our lives? Like I said, as I was talking to my pops, I'm like, man, we don't get it. Like we don't understand that if God really wanted to, he will shut this whole thing down I, i'm looking on the internet man i'm looking at how like even though businesses are being shut down because of this whole situation i see a surge of like online salesmen you know like just just selling you things like yeah i know what's going on and hey if you want this you know i'm slashing the prices and it's like I get you might think that life must go on and it's business as usual, but check this out. What life are you going to have to go back to if everything gets reset? If God pushes the reset button and send us back like a hundred years, I'm talking about like where the value of a dollar means nothing. Like we're brought back to the barter system where we're trading items for items you don't think that's possible? You don't think he could do that? I mean, look what just happened in a matter of months. We not even halfway through the year yet. We're in March, January, February, March. We're in a quarter. We haven't even finished the first quarter of the year. We have to get it together individually and corporately. Because I'm telling you right now, 
when things get worse, I'm telling you, a job ain't going to matter. And I'll be the first to tell you when when they were talking about, um, you know, shutting down the assemblies. And this is and this is show you how God said, you know, be not deceived. God is not mocked. And how it's crazy how you have authority and political and even uh, clergy, you know, members that that uh, really make a mockery of the things of God. And here it is. You have officials and, and, and governors and mayors and they're issuing these ordinances where, you know, we got to practice social distancing. And, uh, you know, it, it went from, I think, I don't know if it was 100 to 50 and now it's to 10 because uh, and these are the words from Governor Hogan, where uh, I, I read on the website that he was aggravated that there was a particular park. I think it was in D.C. where people were just like assembling and it was like a lot of people. And it's like, look. I sat here and told y'all like we need to be mindful of what's going on and practice social distancing. So since y'all don't want to listen, I've taken the number of who can assemble from 50 down to 10. And before you know it, it's going to be straight in shelter. Like ain't nobody going to be able to leave nothing because there's a lot of people who still think this is a joke and this is not serious. But moreover, I see that like we're really trying to deal with something spiritual in a natural way. Like think about it, you know. Nobody does anybody really know where this came from? I know they say it came from Wuxian, China, but do do anybody really know how this thing originated? Really? Like look at the economy. Just in just in a matter of weeks, look how the economy hasn't been has been impacted. Wall Street, stock market, banks, food. And y'all really think God can't shut this down in a blink of an eye because of where our focus is? Like, for real, like, this really, to be honest, and, you know, talk to me, holler at me, comment, get at me, let's talk. You really think this is the time to be out here cutting your lawn, planting your flower beds, washing your cars? I just seen something on uh, on on um, Facebook that my sister shared about a national day of prayer and fasting being declared. And and as I was talking to my pops, I was like, that's crazy. Like, why now? Oh, that's because we in trouble and now we need God. Now we want him to come down and do something. Now we want him to come into our lives and take away this, 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 this disease that is just developing rapidly at an unprecedented pace now we want to cry out to the lord when that's something to be honest we should have been doing that's something that should have been issued that's like anybody who's read the bible who who's an avid bible reader will know that history shows there's a saying that says those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it and it shows all throughout the bible in the old testament it shows when the people were up it's always because we had a leader that was leading the people the right way when the people started to stray away there was a leader who was leading them down that path and it, it sucks that we're, we're a country that's so freaking divided and it got so many parties and denominations that it don't make it it don't make no freaking sense like it really doesn't like this should be no reason why 
with this whole stimulus package, there should be no reason why the parties are arguing over, okay, y'all getting 500 billion, we only getting 5 billion, we want more. Why are we arguing about that when everybody's being impacted? That shows you the state of what this world and where people truly are in their hearts. And the fact that even you have to issue a law or a citation stating that businesses will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law for price gouging at this time where it's hitting the whole economy. And it's like, you know what? I, I actually pray that all of those businesses go out of business. The, the, the ones that they think it's cool to, to raise the price on everyday goods, knowing that we're in this crisis right now, that's just evil. That's wicked. But again, it just shows you where the focus is, where the attention is. Right now isn't the time to be trying to capitalize on, uh, you know, how I can still make money or still sustain in this economy. Listen, if God don't want you to sustain, you will not flourish. You will not prosper. Like what part about that don't we get? Like I have my job. Be, the only reason I'm in my job is because of God. It's because of how he's blessed me, who he's placed in my life, who like, who the people he's connected me to. He's the only reason I have a job. And I was talking to my pops. If my pastor called and said, look, we need to go to the church. I need every one of my ministers and leaders up there 24 hours a day, seven days a week interceding. I'm not going in. I'm not going into work. Because guess what? That there, there are jobs everywhere. That, that that this is not my first job. It would not be my last, but I do know where my help comes from. And and those who don't live this life, those who ain't about this life ain't gonna understand that. I would think those who have businesses and like know what it is to walk off a job and get something from themselves will understand what it is because you gambled on yourself. You got this thing we call faith. You saw something, you didn't have the 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 materials, the back and whatever you needed to, you know, to, to really be in a position to do it comfortably. But, you know, there's some of us out there that left the job not knowing where the next paycheck was going to come from. And you work the mess out of that thing until it, it, it reaped the desired results. Well, in this case, I know where my help comes from. Like there's no job security. Like I can go there tomorrow and not have a job. I can go there tomorrow and and they hand me a pink slip. This is just, again, putting things in perspective. I don't desire to be working at the ways that I'm working at all my life. I know what God has for me. I know what I want to pursue. I know the visions and goals and dreams that I have. And by no means, some I mean, some may think I'm being reckless. Some may think I'm being irresponsible. But hey, to each his own. I mean, you got your own opinion just like I got mine. I just know who my source is. And if I got to buckle down and pray, trust me, man, like, look, my job is a job. It's a job, but it can't be my God. Like if, if, if we shutting everything down, then why should I be permitted to go to work? But I can't assemble in the house of God, the house of prayer, the place where things really happen. The thing where like when God brings everybody to their knees, 
we as Christians are responsible. He says, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek his face and turn from our wicked ways, then he will hear from heaven and forgive us of our sins and heal the land. This starts with us. It starts with me. So I'd be the first to say I haven't been doing what I'm supposed to be doing to the fullest extent as a person who calls himself a Christian. I haven't been praying the way I should. I haven't been in my word the way I should. I'm not blaming nobody for that. I'm not blaming work. I'm not blaming my 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 self-sabotaging habits, my procrastination and things, my my lack of follow through. I'm I'm not blaming nobody but myself for that because you know what? When I take that step to take responsibility for my actions seen and unseen, now I've already won half the battle. Now I can allow the Lord to move in my life and deal with me as he see fit. But what I'm not going to do is be out here panicking. Like I got to work. I got to feed my family. What good is money? If ain't no food on the shelves in the supermarkets, what good is money? If there's no water to buy you dig like what good is me working when me working is, 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 there's nothing wrong in it of itself. Yes, a man don't work, a man don't eat, but understand the signs of the time. We're in a place where God is trying to get our attention because our attention has been on the wrong things for so long. We've been doing the wrong things for so long. And it's like, yo, it's like enough's enough. Enough is enough. So this is why I'm here on this. This is why I'm here because it's a little bit of encouragement. It's a little bit of rebuke. And look, I'm going to go back and listen to this. And I'm going to be talking to myself, dealing with myself concerning this matter. You know, so I'm just saying, you know, at the end of the day, all of this stuff is 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 meaningless. You know what I mean? Even Solomon, the wisest man and the wisest king that ever, ever lived. He done everything his heart desired to do. And he said at the end of it all, apart from God, all of this stuff is meaningless. Let's wake up, y'all, and understand that your job, money, stocks, riches, wealth, apart from God, all is meaningless. It doesn't mean anything. Come on. If people who got it all wish they can live regular lives and walk into a store without being mauled by a, a crowd of people and then the ones who, who, who broke and ain't got nothing, wish they was in a position. Something's telling me like the, 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 the mindset is not where it should be. It's, 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 it's twisted. You got rich people that are very unhappy, you know, and, and God says better to have little and be content with the Lord than to have much and have inner turmoil. There's people out here that's rich that have it all and they put on this front that they are happy and they're really miserable as hell. And then there are those who are fine with their lot in life and they have God and they cool with they low at Nissan Altima. They cool with a three bedroom apartment. They cool with what they have. They may not be complacent, but they're cool. They're content because they have God and they know where the help comes from. So wherever you are today, I'm encouraging you make time for God. Don't start running all over the place and doing everything you normally don't get to do because you just poor at time management. 
or you don't know how to organize your day or you just you just you know you late for everything or uh uh you you just have no concept of 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 you know what i'm saying like just just how to do things like take this time to put everything on pause and say for once okay lord here i am what do you want me to do period simple he's trying to get our attention y'all he got mine but it's more than just getting our attention it's a matter of listening to what he's saying and you know applying it and so you know i love you all who are listening not to leave you the way you are and um not to let you know you know where my heart and mind is about this thing and again you know, anybody in need of prayer if you want prayer if you want somebody to pray with you let me know i'm not just doing this to be heard i'm not just doing this because i need a platform to say something let's pray let's talk let's read let's let's have some healthy dialogue about this otherwise you know we're left to our own devices and that's not good so Lord, I pray that this does not fall on deaf ears, but I pray that all who have listening will take what applies, what, you know, would minister to them and whatever else doesn't leave it be. Uh, I pray, Lord, that, you know, it reaches those who it's supposed to reach. And I, I pray prosperity and health uh, for every single person uh, listening to this. And I'm not talking about just the money prosperity, but prosperity in your soul, your emotions, your thought, your heart, your spirit, man. Uh, your your home, you know, peace on your home because that's your castle. Uh, peace at your workplaces. Peace with you know uh, relationships that you desire to reconcile. Those you've tried to but have failed, and 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 etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I, I pray, Father, that in all that we do, we edify the body, glorify you, and let the enemy know that he has not won and he is defeated, because he who was in us is greater than he who was in the world. In Jesus' name, Amen. Love y'all. Uh, until next time, like I said, man, hit me up. Don't just listen to this and be like, oh, that was good. Hey, I'm here. I'm here to serve however I can. I may not have a whole lot of money, but I tell you what, I know God hears my prayer. So if you need some prayer, if you want to pray, uh, somebody to pray with you, let me know. This is Daryl Dixon Jr., a.k.a. Minister Dixon on the I Am Set Apart podcast, signing off. Peace.